0: Hello and welcome to a new episode of Other Record Labels. I'm your host, Scott Orr, where we talk about the art and culture of running an independent record label. Today, I want to talk about 10 ways that music fans can support artists. Now I know what you're thinking, you're preaching to the choir, Scott, and yes, of course I am, but the reality is that a lot of our listeners are music fans, and some of them aren't are actually just people, they don't necessarily run labels. Maybe they're musicians as well, but of course they're music fans. All record label owners are music fans. So I think this is a good exercise for all of us to kind of go through. And we have 10 reasons, 10 ways that fans can support artists. We're going to blow through those. And then at the end of the episode if Stay Tuned to the End, we're going to talk about how labels and artists can help, Our uh, sorry, how labels and artists can help fans support them. And I think that's crazy because, you know, for me, um, I can't tell you how many times it's so crazy to me how I've been listening to an artist. I've been loving this record and then I want to buy the vinyl or I want to support them in some way. And I just find it really difficult. Like their website or their social media isn't on Spotify or on, on social media, vice versa. I can't find their band camp or on band camp. I can't find their social media. It's just surprising to me how a lot of artists Um, make it difficult for fans to support them. So we're going to go through five really quick ways that us as record labels and independent artists can make it easy for fans to support us. Um, And I I just think this applies to all of us here. And I know we have a a vast, um, diverse type of listener base on the show. By the way, super side note, this is crazy. Um, But I was just crunching some numbers and it looks like in a a couple of months from now, we are going to hit a half a million downloads for the other record labels podcast, which is insane. And we're about a month away from our fifth birthday. And so, um, I I can maybe crunch a few more numbers and see if we can make it to half a million downloads for the fifth birthday. I don't think so, but that would be cool. Anyway, that's just a side note. And that just goes to show you too, like, um, I'm always surprised when I get emails from people saying, Oh, I listen to the show, but I have no interest in starting a record label. I'm not even a musician. I just love music. I just love how labels work. (laughs) I think that's really cool. Welcome, if that's you. Thanks for listening. So, we're going to go through 10 ways that uh, fans can support artists. I'm going to put this as an article on our website. By the way, almost every episode I do goes on our website. Just go to otherrecordlabels.com. And on the main page, there is a... um, uh, like a featured article section you can search by alphabetical and so this article will be there 10 ways that fans can support artists I believe you know each individual thing that we're going to talk about today is very simple but it's kind of like what I've talked about before in other marketing materials in our marketing course in our latest in our new marketing book by the way oh how can you get that thanks for asking go to other book in that book and everything I've talked about it's this idea of like Compounding like little things that compound into something bigger, into something more rewarding. That's the concept of the book, uh, Atomic Habits. If you've read that book, if you haven't, you should. Um, and so, anyway, these are some of these are really small and, and obvious, um, but you put them all on top of each other and uh, it can really make an impact for artists. Number one, if you're a music fan, retweet uh, and share artists' social media posts. I'll tell you why, because an artist might have 500 followers on any given platform, maybe a hundred, maybe a thousand, maybe 500,000. doesn't matter if they have a hundred followers and that message goes out that they have a new single out or a new music video. I know that you as a fan are looking at that and going, cool, I'm going to click on the video and watch it. Or I'm going to go and check out the new single or add it to my playlist on Spotify. That's great. We love that. But by retweeting it, It has a huge impact first of all on a subconscious level it's quite inspiring because as artists and labels when we're tweeting and we're posting stuff on social media excuse me we think the algorithm is ignoring us and it feels like just yelling into the void and so when somebody actually likes something it's like oh there's a human out there who heard that or read that that's really cool and when they retweet it on twitter or they post, they share it on, on Instagram, share the post on, in the, in their stories, which is quite easy to do. Um, it's really encouraging, but it also expands the reach, right? So we're just talking about a, a, an artist with a hundred followers. If half of those people, gosh, if 10 of those people shared it to their hundred followers, I don't want to start doing this like calculus or, or fight, whatever that, you know, I don't, I can't do this math, but all of a sudden sharing to hundred followers just became sharing to a thousand followers really quickly. And those numbers are way bigger because if they do it and they do it and they do it, it can, it can really have an impact. So just consider when you see something from an artist that you admire, just retweet that. I mean, it's simple. It's free. Retweet it, share that post on social media. It's encouraging for the artist at the very least. Um, but on a bigger scale, it, it, it can really reach a larger audience. Number two, and, and some of these are arbitrary and you might be like, well, I don't see the point in this and it's kind of algorithmic and it's kind of just helpful. But number two is to put the songs on your, on your personal Spotify playlist. So if your favorite artist or any artist release a new single and you have a playlist, go into Spotify if you're a Spotify user. I'm sure this works for other platforms as well. You can heart that song, which adds it to your library. And you can just drag it over and put it on one of your playlists. And ideally on a relevant playlist, you can play that track, go to your Discover Weekly and, or your New Music Friday or whatever, play that track. These little activities start or kind of poke the Spotify bear. And Spotify's like, oh, okay, so this person has 2,000 followers and 500 of them added it to a playlist. This must be a significant track. And I hate this gamification that we all have to do. I really do. I hate this. Um, But when music fans are like, how can I help you? This is a very simple way. Again, essentially free. Um, Just play the track. Just take a listen to the track, play it, add it to a playlist. It's arbitrary. Maybe it's not arbitrary. Maybe you actually use playlists in a really significant way. And adding it to your playlist is really helpful. By the way, you can go and add uh, artists songs that have been out for a while. You don't have to do it on new release Friday. You can do it that, uh, for really old songs as well. Um, and and that really helps. And playing the songs. I had a buddy tell me that he would play my music um, for his baby um, over and over it throughout the night. And I was like, <laughs> it would help the baby fall asleep. My music helped everyone fall asleep. Let's be honest. It helps me fall asleep um, even while I'm making it. But it's really significant because this I don't know how the kid, how old the kid is now. The kid didn't turn out very well. Um, he's in jail. But the fact of playing my music over and over and over, um, that that kind of adds up. You know, <laughs> when somebody's playing your music twelve hours a day, a night, um, every day for a couple years, it'll damage the kid. Sure, but it's very helpful financially. Number three, moving on. Send a text. Okay, so this is instructions for an artist. So I didn't know how to word this one, but number three is to kind of set up a group text and, and send text to your, to your friends. And if you're a fan, you can do this too, but, uh, and you can do this through DMS. And I've seen a friend of mine do this, two friends of mine do this, and it's extremely successful. So what they do is they basically on new release Friday, like when their new single comes out, they send a message to like their close friends. So maybe 30, maybe 10, maybe 40, I don't know, uh, a group I message or, um, whatever. And they, it's private, and they just say, listen, here's my new single, here's the Spotify link, or here's the Bandcamp link, or here's my new music video. I'm really trying to make this like massive organic push. If you could just share this on your own social media to your own audience, it would mean a lot. I know I have two friends who do that. And it absolutely floods the social media feeds of people because they're seeing it from all angles. And it's, again, back to what I said at the beginning, it's taking this one post, this one text message, and remember you're providing links and maybe even images in this text message to friends. You're sending this to 30 or 50 people. And all of a sudden those 30 or 40 people are saying, yeah, I will act as a little street team for my best friend. I will do this. And all of a sudden that text to 30 people now goes to 3,000 people easily, easily because of this. And it's way it's organic. So it supersedes all of those um, you know, shadow banning and 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 algorithms and stuff because it's people actually just sharing it on their own feed. It's huge. So if you're a music fan, um, you can initiate this group text or you can encourage one of your your friends to say, hey, one of your artist friends to say, you know, let's build a, a group text and we'll create this little mini street team. Number four, we'll blow through these a little quicker. Sorry. Advocate on your artist's behalf. Advocate for your artists, for your favorite artists. So what I mean by that, very simple. Uh, in the old days, it used to be calling a radio station, be like, "I want to hear more of this artist." And you could still do that with your college local college radio station, or you can actually just send them a link to the whatever. Um, but you can also go to your record store and say, um, "I'd like you to carry this," or "I'm gonna. I'd like to order this book, uh, artist through this record store. This this particular record. It might take longer, might cost more, but that has a significant impact if you are friends with." Um, venue promoters, and you can kind of advocate on their behalf. And it's very simple. It's like, I'm a fan of this band. I'd love to see them come through town. It may not happen, but speaking up for them is really important because artists who have to speak up for themselves or promote themselves, it feels really yucky. It's embarrassing. It's cringe. It's part of our job, but it's hard to do. And oftentimes we shy away and we don't do it. So when somebody says, hey, book this band or hey, carry this Record, um, it really helps. It's really nice. Number five, buying merch or high-margin items. So, streaming on Spotify is really nice, and playing it twenty-four hours a day can actually make a difference. But overall, streaming's not a huge thing. Buying the digital product on Bandcamp has incredibly huge margins because when I see someone pay five dollars or ten dollars for a digital album. I don't have to do anything. I don't have to get off my chair and email them the link. I don't have to go get a box and ship them a vinyl. I don't have to deduct some of that to for shipping costs. It's free. So that's a high margin thing. Also, when it comes to like, if I sell a test pressing that I paid for like $10 months and months ago, and I sell that for a high ticket item, like 30 or $40 that has a high margin. So you as a fan can look at some of the products that have good margins. Oftentimes it's merch. A $30 or $40 hoodie has a good margin. A a great margin is when you buy stuff at shows because they don't have to ship it. Um, Hopefully the venue's not taking a percentage. Bandcamp's not taking a percentage. Uh, They don't have to get like boxes and pay for postage. So anyway, um, look for ways that you can support them where the margin is high. Number six is donating or overpaying. If you've ever bought a record on Bandcamp, I can't believe the amount of fans who pay more for a record than the listed price. And that's a Bandcamp original. We love that. And most uh, artists, by the way, make sure you check that box and let artists pay more or let music fans pay more. But when I come out with a new record and I, on new release day, I would say over 60% of the people will pay more. So if the, the records listed, let's say digitally, it's listed for eight people round up to 10. If it's a vinyl for $20, people will round up to $25. Um, some people will buy, if the record's free digital download, they'll pay $10, bucks, they will pay $20, they will pay 50 It's crazy. So um, if you're a music fan, thank you for that. Um, and continue to do that. And then also look for ways you can donate. A lot of people have it set up on their Spotify account. And, and you can do it with PayPal. You can just send them $5 or $50. It's a big deal. And in those cases, Spotify doesn't take a cut. Number seven, um, buying exclusive content from the artists. And this is what I was talking about with number five, when it comes to high margin things, sometimes I've been experimenting in the past year with selling um, exclusive one-off things. So uh, for example, this Bandcamp Friday, I'm working on a, uh, I got to finish it, holy. Um, But I'm working on this um, album of demos like super raw iPhone demos of my last record, and I've put them together in Pro Tools. I quickly like threw some mastering on it, and I'm chopping it up. I'm gonna upload it to Bandcamp for one day because these embar- uh, these <laughs> these demos are kind of embarrassing. They're kind of like there's no lyrics; it's mumble lyrics, and it's really raw. And so I'm making this album. I'm gonna sell for maybe ten bucks or something, and it's just for the diehard fans. And they'll it's got its own artwork. And I'm going to release on Bandcamp Friday so I get 100% of the proceeds. And But then I'm I'm planning on taking it down and making it not available. So I'm just going to say it's just available for today. So if you're a music fan, look for some of these exclusive content. And I've been experimenting too with selling test pressings, which only have one or two copies, um, or maybe handwritten lyrics. Look, I found my notebook of the the songs that I wrote. I'm going to sell this for $50. And there's only one available. And it's really meaningful. And so if you're a music fan, look for some of those opportunities. Um, it's a really cool thing to have. I, I've told I've told you this before. One of my favorite records, I was able to have this artist on our label at one point, J.P. Haney. And um, I have a test pressing. It's one of my favorite records of all time, top five records of all time. And um, I have a test pressing of that. It's hanging in my office right now behind me. And um, I absolutely adore that artifact that item um so look for the ways that you can do that number 8 sending this is so huge sending a private message um or a thank you or just a note to an artist this happens to me occasionally and it's really meaningful people will send me a dm people will find my email people will come to my front door i'm just kidding but it's really nice when people when fans uh, or music listeners send just this like message of thanks. And I'll, I'll tell you, I try to do it. I try to do a shout out on Twitter. If I'm enjoying a record, I just try to let the artist know because it's amazing that like one encouraging, undirected tweet of a, of a fan just saying spinning this record right now, loving it. The impact that that can have on an artist is unreal. I mean, it could really push them to make another record. It could, it could, they could live off that for three years. Not literally, but <laughs> psychologically, they could live off it. They still need to pay rent. But it's incredible how, <laughs> excuse me, a thank you note, a private message, just some words at the merch table after a set at a, at a show. These things can go a long way. It's it's unreal. You wouldn't believe it. Um, just take the time to do it. If you're enjoying a record, here's the thing. So many of us music fans enjoy records enjoy music privately right we just enjoy it like to our to ourselves in fact there's this record i'll do it right now there's this record that i bought um the artist is called midi janitor it's on hotham sounds a canadian record label the ep is incredible artwork um the album is called bulk order i discovered it because i followed them on social media and i love the artwork and i i bought the cassette you can hear it right here i'm holding the cassette And I've been listening to this album. I've been waking up to it every morning at 6:45. My little Sono speakers turns on and and it plays this record. It's very peaceful. It helps me get out of bed. Um, I really, I've just been really enjoying this moment I'm having with this record in, in the past couple of weeks. And so, but it's private, right? Nobody knows about that experience unless you're hiding out in my bedroom. So it's very important that I, as a music fan. Let the world know and just say, hey, listen, I'm really enjoying this record. I've been waking up to it every day. It's very peaceful. It's a it's a great record. You should check it out. Um, we kind of forget that the music that we're enjoying uh, needs to be shared and, and that people don't know that we're enjoying it unless we talk about it. So just wanted to say, um, send a private message to people, um, let the artist know, hey, I've been waking up to your album every day for the past three weeks. I just thought you might find that encouraging. Number nine is the exact same thing I was just talking about, talking about the artist on social media. And, and I'm just going to piggyback on this idea of nobody knows really what we're listening to. And so to actually just take a picture of that vinyl on your record player and share it on the Instagram stories and tag the artist and use their hashtag of the album or the artist name, huge, hugely encouraging. And it spreads the word about the artist. So, so that's a huge thing that you can do. Number 10, um, leaving a review or a comment on iTunes or YouTube, there's less application, less like, um, forums for this nowadays. Now, of course there's Reddit you could do. We're talking about social media in the previous post, but if you could leave a review on iTunes, I don't know if that's still a thing anymore. Um, I don't know if there's star ratings on Spotify. I don't think so, but anywhere where you can do that, um, Amazon, you could go to Amazon and, and find the record and leave a review that would work. Um that's really cool. YouTube of course, comments and likes and subscribes, that's a big thing. Again, there's 10 <clears throat> going back. I'll let's go over them real quick. But going back to what I said at the beginning, this um micro actions for macro results. It's it you're like, well, what what you know, what's one retweet going to do or what's like one $5 tip? on Bandcamp going to do? Or what's one thank you note or encouraging DM going to do? Well, individually, maybe something small. But when you do all 10 of these things for an artist over the course of a year and somebody else does that and other people do that, that can have a huge impact. And so I just want to, if you're a music fan listening, and I know, I think all of us are, um, and even if you run your own label and if you're an artist yourself, you can do this for other artists and for other record labels. Number one, retweet. Um, album posts and uh, share posts that the um, artist has, has has talked about. So just retweet that and reshare stuff. Put the songs on your own personal Spotify playlist. Send um, get be a part of a, a text group or a, a, a DM chat um, where where you guys can organically find out about a record. Like be a street team, basically a digital street team, if you will. Advocate on behalf of the artists in real life and, and online. Buy merch that has high margin, uh, high margins. Donate or overpay for records. Um, Look for exclusive content from the artist. Um, Send a private message or a thank you note. Um, Talk about the artist on your own social media and then leave a review or comment on iTunes or YouTube or whatever. Finally, before we finish, I just wanted to say to our labels who are listening, the majority of our listeners and independent artists, a lot of our labels and listeners are independent artists. There's five things, super quick, that you can do to kind of remove the friction and make it easier for all of the above things uh, to be accomplished by our music fans. Number one, ask them for support. Ask them. Like, don't be afraid. Just be like, listen. And 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 going back to that um, idea I said about this like group text, just literally ask them and just say, listen, you guys don't realize how impactful it is when you add this new single to your playlist. If you group text 50 people and say, just add this today to a playlist on Spotify or Hard it, that could actually like bump you over the edge and get you onto a playlist. So let them know about that. Tell them, um, you know, this many likes on a YouTube video or this many plays in a certain hour could actually have an impact. So just like literally physically ask them for support. Number two, Remind them that you exist regularly. <laughs> so you need to have. We talked about this about monthly emails, and I'll tell you. Um, I'll give another shout out to our friends ATA Records. Um, they do email marketing really well, and so I get their emails, and I think about this label more often than I think about any other record label on our who's been on our show. Because I see their emails once a week, bi-weekly, once a month. They don't bother me. I may not open all of them, but I see them and I think about them. And so you need to make sure, and it's not just social media because the social media algorithms are not friendly, but it's not just social media. It's, it's showing up a lot. It's sending the message and saying, we're here. This is how you can support us. Remind them. Don't worry about annoying them. If you do annoy them, they'll just leave and that's okay but don't worry about annoying them just remind them on the regular number 3 tell them where support matters most so we talked about this before music fans are do not are not familiar with the music industry in the same way that we are and so they don't know where the high margin items are they don't know where they can be supporting us the most on social media and so they might think just a heart on every Instagram post is enough. But you might be like, listen, hearts are great. But like, if you could hop over to Spotify and put the track on on repeat when you go to work and, and leave it at home playing, <laughs> you know what I mean? Whatever that is. Or you can say, listen, Bandcamp, you could send this email out to all your fans and say, thank you for those who stream. But Bandcamp means that if we sell 100 Bandcamp records, we break even and we can pay the artist, whatever, you know? So just tell them and you should know this and it should be different for everyone else. Cause there's some labels right now who are killing it on TikTok. There's some labels who are prioritizing their YouTube over everything else. And so you might just say to your fans, listen, just subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's all that. That's the best thing you can do for us right now. So tell them where support matters most. Number four, offer unique items, not just the usual. And so we talked about this in that whole list I just did is that you need to be coming up with ideas like test pressings, like these um, rare demos. You know, I'm not a, I'm not into the NFT thing. I, I haven't really pursued that at all. But one of the interesting things about NFT was this idea of creating some sort of exclusive digital product. And so what I talked about a couple of minutes ago about this idea of making a demos EP and only making it, it's its not a physical product, but making it only available for one day that adds some sort of, um, rarity, some sort of exclusivity to a digital product in the same way that NFTs sort of do. Uh, and so there is something to be said there. How can we offer unique items? And we need to kind of, um, negotiate with the artist and say, Hey, listen, give us a page out of your, uh, your lyric book or give us you know um your guitar strap and we'll we'll sell that or or whatever you know what i mean number 5 and finally provide value if someone if a music fan supports you out of guilt that isn't sustainable and you can maybe send these dms on new release friday and say please tweet about this album and 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 people will and that'll be great but it's not sustainable right it's not going to outside of an album Here's where, here's where artists who are successful succeed. They succeed when people are talking about their music every day. Not just on new release Friday. Not just when their album is, is popular that week or that month. It's when they are a year out of their album cycle. They're not touring. Their the album is a year old now. But people are still talking about them or sharing them or just discovering them and being like, Oh, I just discovered this artist because I've, you know. And so... What we need to do is we need to find ways that our music and our releases are providing value to people. I don't know what that looks like. For me, the records that I buy, I buy beautiful records. I like buying tapes that look really cool, that have really great artwork. I like buying vinyl that um, I can put on when guests come over and it's really cool music and the artwork looks really cool. That's how music provides value to me. I can't speak for everyone. I don't know, but I mean, that's kind of your job as a record label owner is to find out how do our listeners, our specific target audience, our customer avatar who supports our label and supports our artists, what is it they love about us? What is it they like about this genre and how can we give them more of that so that they are supporting us because it's best for them, that they're supporting our record labels and our artists out of selfish reasons. And that's why I buy these tapes and these, and these records because I want stuff that looks cool and and there's only a hundred copies made, and I want one before everyone else gets one. I'm buying it because I'm selfish. <laughs> am I supporting am I supporting the artist? Yes. Am I happy that I'm supporting the artist? Yes. Am I buying it out of guilt? Not really. Because if I did, I would resent it and I wouldn't do it all the time. But I'm doing it because these records provide value to me. So number one, ask them for support. Number two, remind them that you exist regularly. Number three, tell them where the support matters most. Number four, offer unique items, not just the usual digital downloads and and streaming and and t-shirts. And number five, provide value. Provide something that will help them support you on a sustainable level. You can get all of the information from today's episode by looking at our featured articles section on the homepage of otherrecordlabels.com. Thank you so much to the music fans who listen to the show and to who support artists. Thank you. And thank you to all of you, record label owners, uh, and artists who are making music and making things that people want to support.